Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Getting a Hardy's $5 meal deal with fries and a drink? Easy. Choosing between the hot ham and cheese sandwich meal deal or the three-piece hand-breaded chicken tenders meal deal? Not easy. New $5 meal deals. Only at Hardy's. Feed your happy. Available for a limited time at participating Hardy's restaurants. Tax not included. Not valid with any other offer. Discount or combo. Price and participation may vary. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? What angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show? Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. Kick them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weeping, the weeping. Forgot to unmute my mic. Welcome to the Crowd Shot Radio Show where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in the prepared to be shocks. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today, I am honored to have the high priest of Kekistan himself. <laughs> hey, the, man, how's it going? The lovely, the talented Sargon of Akkad. Sargon, how are you doing, my friend? I'm really well, thank you. Yeah, man, I like, uh, part of the reason why I had you on is because, I mean, you, you mentioned me in your recent video about male feminists. Um, <laughs> I actually did a show about uh, male feminists being full of shit, pretty much. Um, and in fact, named the same thing as your video, Beware Male Feminist. So, I mean, the, the, the synchronicity is fantastic. You know, someone left a comment on the video that just, I, I wish I'd thought of it myself because it summed up the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Predators go where the prey is. That is true. Isn't that just brilliant? It is. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I mean, I've, I've, you know, like, I don't know how in depth you went with, uh, you know, with the research between me and Mo Fathelbob. Um, uh, not not very. I only okay. uh, I went through a few articles. Oh, okay. Well, he he was accusing me of harassing women. 
<laughs> and it turns out it was projection. Yeah, I mean, actually, it was funny because after this whole scandal, he wrote a article on Medium talking about how he was raped by his victim. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was like, "Oh, my life is hard in this country, being a queer Muslim," and <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> and you know. And of course, I was I, when I uh, did an interview on another podcast last year. I was like, I hope he doesn't get radicalized because of this. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's always a worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's just it just really upsets me because because one of the people, like one of the women that were like really having his back, talking about because it was it, you know because being blamed for having the place shut down, which turned out it wasn't me. That mm-hmm. did it. It was um. It was another podcaster by the name of uh, Jesse who does. Right. Uh, I forgot the name of the podcast. It escapes me. Um, something off uh, the the uh, Pot Awful podcast. There you go, Pot Awful. Let's check him out. Um, it was it, it was it was just hilarious how it all worked out. Like the guy kicked me out back in March for saying, admittedly, it, they were sexist jokes. Like I, I sure. yeah, I mean, but it was it was an open mic, and it's called the Experiment Comedy Gallery. Hmm. So I was being experimental at the Experiment Comedy Gallery, and I got kicked out because uh, the guy was the at the time the guy was doing business. Somebody he was trying to rent out his the 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 first venue that he had hmm. for a commercial, and the guy heard my jokes and got offended and ran out. See, like. As soon as as soon as you include the term joke there, I just don't care. It's a joke. It's not serious. Don't take it serious. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, but it was, you know, <laughs> admittedly, it's kind of it's one of my raw ones. Like, like, um, in fact, it was kind of it's kind of uh, inspired by, by Stephen Carr. Um, uh, I don't think I'm familiar with him. He's a he's a British comedian. Stephen Carr. Stephen uh, Carr. I, I, it could be. I'm not, not, uh, do you mean Jimmy Carr? Jimmy Carr. Oh, it's Jimmy Carr. Yeah, Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Carr's. Um, he's he's pretty edgy. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy. Like yeah, Jimmy Carr. Like because I was like some of the some of the insults that are thrown at women are just not accurate. Um, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't call a woman a bitch because female dogs are loyal. <laughs> um, I would I would never call a woman a whore because that implies you get what you pay for. <laughs> um, I wouldn't call a woman a slut because most women don't know how to fuck. Um, and I would never, ever, ever, ever in my life call any woman a cunt because most women are neither pleasurable or uh, uh, they're neither. They're not. Uh, damn, I forgot how it goes. They, they have no. They're neither deep nor pleasurable to be around. <laughs> Quite liking how woke these jokes are. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm red pilled. I mean, that kind of happens when, <laughs> that kind of happens when you're falsely accused of rape by, uh, mm. so that way her family doesn't find out that you caught her cheating on you with a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's so low though, isn't it? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and you know, it's 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 it, like it, it kind of made me hate women for many, many, many years. I think honestly, there are there are probably a lot of guys out there who have been mishandled, uh, not not just um, uh, in the f- way of accusations, but by the legal system itself. Yeah, 
And I think a lot of them do kind of find themselves hating women generally just because they're being mistreated and they're not being given a fair deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm lucky it didn't get to a... It didn't. I didn't get arrested. Mm. Um, I did get beat up by her family, and <laughs> and dragged to the police station. And the guy, the you know, the, you know, she ended up having to recant because she was like, "Oh, he didn't use a condom. He 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 finished inside of me." And like, okay, good. We could get DNA evidence. Mm. Yeah, we can we can prove this one way or another. Yeah, and she ended up having to recant and say he didn't do anything. And her family ended up accepting her for being a lesbian, but I still never gotten an apology. <laughs> well, what can you do? Yeah, so I mean, I just, I just like chalk it up to me being lucky because I could have ended up like Brian Banks. Uh, I don't know who that is, but you are right; it, it could have gone a lot worse. Yeah. Was. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Brian Banks. He was, he was a, uh, he was a uh, kid that he got, uh, he had consensual sex with a girl. Mm-hmm. Um. And in order, I guess the girl, in order to save face, she told her mom that he raped her. Right. And they went to the police and just on her word alone, he got convicted of rape and he spent eight years in prison. And Jesus. And he he had a scholarship, a football scholarship, American football scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ended up losing that because of his conviction. Um, when he got out, she was she she even got like um, a huge settlement from the from the school system. Christ. Um, she ended up spending all that up, of course. Um, so she she literally had a financial incentive to lie to him. Yeah, she she got she got uh, to lie to the law. So. Yeah, she she got she got she sued the city of the state where she was in and. She got all this. She got awarded all this money. Her and her mom got awarded all this money, and you know she ended up uh, approaching him after he was released and say, "Hey, yeah, I'm sorry, I lied." And holy fuck, got got her to got her to uh, say it on camera in front of his lawyer, and they finally exonerated him. But I mean, you know, for him to piece his life back together and yeah. to try to get a football career. And follow his dreams. I mean, he's still he's still not a football player. So, did, were there any was there was there any punishment for her? Of course not. I mean, not oh, really, man. because they said, oh well, she has to pay back the money, but she can't. So they're not gonna. It's not like they're gonna force her to. But she cost him eight years of his life and his future career over a lie. I mean, yeah, you would think there would be some kind of fucking punishment for that shit. Brian Banks. Yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. For it, it's rare for. Um, for women to even, you know, get a, 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 you know, get any, uh, you know, get any justice. Yeah. And then you have people like, like in this article, he's like, um, wait, he's convicted again. Wait, what happened? Like, you know, he was exonerated and all that. Mm. That's, that's just such an injustice though. Eight years as well. Yeah. Man. And how old was he when he was convicted? I believe he was 16. Oh Jesus Christ! Sixteen. In fact, hold on. Let me let me read the. <laughs> this is the Wikipedia, so that way. Um, yeah. Goodbye to your youth, man. Yeah, I mean it's it's. Uh... Oh wait, he is playing football. Okay. Good for him. Okay, but here, uh, in the summer of two thousand two, Branks was arrested and charged with a uh, charged after a classmate, Juanetta Gibson, falsely accused him of dragging her into a stairway at Polytechnic High School. 
and raping her. Faced with possible 41 years to life sentence, he accepted a plea deal that included five years in prison, five years of probation, and registering as a sex offender. Juanetta Gibson and her mother, Wanda Rhodes, sued the Long Beach Unified School District. He stood no chance at trial because he would have been tried by a all-white jury who would automatically assume that he was guilty because he was a big black teenager. In, Man, that sucks. in March of 2011, Gibson contacted Banks on Facebook, met with him, and admitted that she had fabricated the story. Banks secretly recorded Gibson's confession, but she refused to tell prosecutors that she had lied so she wouldn't have to return the money she and her family had won in court. Nevertheless, with Gibson taped admission and help from California Innocence Project attorneys, Los Angeles County prosecutors overturned Banks' conviction on May 24, 2012. On April 12, 2013, the Long Beach Unified Dis School District announced it was suing Juanetta Gibson $2 million in an effort to recoup the $1.5 million she received, along with attorney fees and punitive damages. On June 14, 2013, the school district won, the, won a $2.6 million judgment against Gibson, which includes the $750,000 settlement initially paid to her, along with her attorney fees, interest, and $1 million in punitive damages. Banks now serves as spokesperson for the California Innocence Project and is working on a documentary on his story. Okay. So speaking about rough. speaking about lawsuits, um one of my uh one of my listeners, uh they wanted me to ask you about that comedian chick that, that's hmm. suing you. Um I, I don't want to talk about it publicly in case oh. I say something that somehow fucks things up. Ah, I so, see. Okay. Afterwards I'll talk about it though. Oh, okay. So but um, if, if she has a problem, um, hi, I'm Louis B, and you are a bitch. Hey, I'm not saying a damn word. No, no, and and the the views expressed by me are me alone, and not that of Sargon of Akkad. Absolutely. I would like to say absolutely. I would like to say that um, what's her name, Miss Akila Gibson, or wait. Kyla? Akila Hughes, it is. Akila Hughes. First of all, I've seen your stand-up. Um, you you sound like a first-year open micer. Uh, your jokes are just elementary, at best. I mean, they're easy. They're they're easy, low-hanging fruit jokes. And I hate to be like, I hate to sound like the "You're not funny." Use that because I that's used against me all the time. You're not funny when no one has a real argument. But this is mm -hmm. just accurate. She's really not funny. And anyone, and the only laughs that you get are from people that have white guilt. I wish I could say things, but I'm certainly keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> That's the only reason why you got guilt, because apparently they feel bad that your uh, your ancestors had to pick cotton for them in the South. Fuck you. Get a life. All right. <laughs> there you go. Don't mess with my peoples. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so back back to uh back to uh you know, male feminists. First of all, I mean, oh, yeah. the thing that the the part of the video that like aside from mentioning me cuz you know, I'm very um to go narcissistic about it. <laughs> um 
it was really well researched. How how like this is something that I always wanted to like ask people like Steven Crowder and 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 you and, and many other uh, and even Mike Cernovich. You guys are very well researched. And, you know how how are you able to find all this information? Because I know when I'm googling and trying to search for stuff, it's it it you know it's just not happening. Um, I I keep very well organized spreadsheets mm-hmm. so uh when i when i come across something interesting that uh i think i might need in future um i just save a link in a spreadsheet and so then it's a lot easier to find things that um form a consistent narrative of events because otherwise it, it can get very difficult to um to find things you know things get lost on the internet somewhere and then it can be really difficult to I just, you know, identify it anyway because the search terms can be broad. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if if you see something come come past your feed that um, looks like it might be relevant in future, definitely save it. That's my advice. I see. Yeah, because I mean, how long how long did it take you to come? Because it was a huge list. Because when I did it, I mean, of course, I <laughs> talked about um, James Dean, mm-hmm. and uh, but your your list was huge. Yeah, I mean, I the thing is, the the thing that kind of annoys me about it is mm-hmm. that I think a lot of them, well, okay, not a lot of them, but a, a, a sizable minority of these male feminists who are being accused, mm-hmm. I don't think they did anything wrong. You know, a lot of them, I think there are probably a lot of false accusations in there, mm-hmm. but the sort of ethos for the male feminists and for the female feminists as well, obviously, is that you just have to believe women when they make an accusation. Exactly. And it's just like, well, then you're fucked, aren't you, buddy? Yeah. You know, why did you just sign up to something that's literally like a sword of Damocles hanging above your head? And you're just waiting for the hair to snap and it will go straight down into you. You know, you signed up for that willingly. So, you know, you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember I was doing an open mic and there was like a question and answer part of it. And, you know, after I did that, uh, that particular set that I did earlier, they're like, oh, do you think women shouldn't have free, uh, equal rights? I'm like, of course they should be, have equal rights. Yeah. Then you're a feminist. I'm like, I would rather die of AIDS <laughs> than be considered a feminist. And it yeah. made a girl cry. <laughs> really? Yeah. It made a Holy girl cry. Because she's like, oh, I have friends that died of AIDS and it's, it's horrible. Why would you do that? I'm like, first of all, like, even though I want equal rights for women... It doesn't mean because the thing is, when it comes to the when it comes to feminists, we also got to accept them for their horrible behavior. Yeah. And and uh, being someone that has grown grown up, what the hell is grown? <laughs> grown up, you know, in New York and where, as Tom Likas would call it, the home of the ball busting bitch. <laughs> uh. And it and it's true. It's true. I mean, I've seen guys. Mm-hmm. I've seen guys who are model caliber get rejected in very disrespectful ways uh, because women are very narcissistic here. You know, they take it as a badge of honor. Oh, I curved this dude. I curved this dude. And then now they're forty five and dried up, and they 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 still don't got a man. Yep. And now they like now they want to do this uh, whole body shaming thing. Um, it's... Yeah, the 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 problem that I have with um, yeah. feminism is I don't think women are being oppressed with, by men. That's just I yeah. just don't believe it. And if you don't believe that, you can't be a feminist. Oh yeah, because I mean, look, like this whole slut shaming thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, 
the only slut shaming I ever hear is from women doing it to other women. Oh hell yeah! When women slut shame ferociously, yeah, as a way of like as a way of tearing down competition and keeping one another in check. There's no sisterhood. These these you know women are in competition with each other for men, you know, and so yeah, slut shaming is. I mean, they're fierce. They're just and just no holds barred in a lot of ways. Yeah. Frankly, I'm glad I don't have to go through it. And it's not really men doing it. Sargon, why don't you, if you don't like women so much, why don't you be gay? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I've actually got a friend. I I did a podcast with him the other day. And he was just like, man, I'm not gay because I like men. I'm gay because I fucking hate women. (laughs) It's just like, Jesus Christ. uh, I'm married, so I'm probably going to get there eventually. (laughs) There you go. Don't leave that. Like like I told my friend who got married uh, two years ago, do not leave her. Do not get divorced. Don't do yeah. it. Don't do it. It sucks out here. Dating stinks. And the the the, the cost of a divorce is in in America. I think it's worse than in Britain as well. And it's not good in Britain. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want to date in New York. I tell you. Oh yeah, no. It's just it's just like the what I what I've come across now is um, <laughs> women. Quote me a price before I even talk to them on the phone, <laughs> and and that means and what I mean by that is is like, hey, can I get your number? Oh, um, can I borrow five hundred dollars? I'm kind what? of in the I'm yeah, I've gotten that. I'm in a bind, um, or you know, or I'm in a shelter right now. Can I borrow some money so I could buy some food for my kids? Wait a minute, you don't kids wasn't even in your profile. Yeah, I think I'd uh, swipe left or whatever it is. And it's like, and then they. Try- oh, sorry. Ha- hang on a second. Sorry. Oh, about all right. Do 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 do. Hey guys, if you're listening, please hit that like button. However you're listening, and definitely check out Sargon the Vakad on his YouTube channel. In fact, go to YouTube.com/slash Sargon the Vakad 100. Um. So, his stuff is 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 very is fantastic, very well researched. Um, he doesn't have a Twitter anymore. You, but uh, you could you could follow him on the Facebooks for now, and definitely definitely check out his Patreon. Boy needs to eat, so um he's he's coming back. <laughs> And he's back. And by the way, if you're Akilah Hughes, and if you know Akilah Hughes, tell her go kill herself, please. Thank you. <laughs> Don't do that on my behalf. Sorry about that, Mike. My kid's too, and sometimes he wakes up in the middle of the night crying. And... Oh, well, you know, it happens. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't, well, I don't got kids, you know. Oh, it's, it's amazing. I absolutely love my son, but um, oh, okay. it's a pain when I'm recording late at night. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, what were we saying? fucking divorce yeah don't do it yeah no no i'm telling him like now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the dominion energy reliability investment our new investment product offers competitive returns no maintenance fees and flexible online access to your money make the reliable investment in reliable energy the dominion energy reliability investment to find out more go online to reliabilityinvestment.com That's reliabilityinvestment.com. 
Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. Do not, like, you, you stay with her forever. <laughs> yeah. Dating, like, forget, I'm not even talking about the whole divorce, him losing half his crap. I'm talking about having to date again. Oh, my God. Like, I, I it, like if it wasn't for the fact that, like, I, you know, my, my DNA screams for vagina. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Man, I'll tell you what, I I'm not envious of people who date at all. I especially the way things are going, like the the sort of the sort of far left radical types who are taking over the concept of like just male female interactions. I, I mean, didn't didn't they have some sort of fucking consent app or something like that come out? And it's like holy shit. You know, I mean I'm I'm thirty eight and when I was dating it was just normal <laughs> yeah it was just regular oh i mean right. especially now um and i have a funny story about that um like you know women now they put if you voted for trump swipe left <laughs> so i i hooked up with this one girl like three weeks ago um from plenty of fish mm-hmm. okay i was dumpster diving i'm not gonna lie she wasn't really the prettiest but she had a hot pocket, so I was like, "Okay, <laughs> we we I I picked her up at her job at at a Chicago Uno, which is uh, I don't know what that is. Well, I don't know what that is. Sorry. Oh, that's that's a it's kind of a chain pizza place in the vein of like TGI Fridays and stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. Room yeah, to, yeah. Like, but they serve like Chicago style deep dish pizzas. Mm-hmm. And she was a Chicago style deep dish type of girl, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I take her back to my place. We get it. We we get it popping. Everything's fine and dandy. We're lying in bed. I stupidly let it slip that I am a Trump supporter, <laughs> and I started singing. I started singing a song that I made about Hillary. Um, <laughs> Hillary for prison, throw her ass in jail. Hillary for prison, and she got a uh, she got really offended. Um, she's like, I can't believe I just sucked your dick. Um, you should you should have told me that before I swallowed. Um, I feel disgusted now. I so she puts on her clothes and leaves my apartment, and and I live in I live in downtown Manhattan. Mm. Um. And this was at one thirty in the morning, and she has a long trip to Brooklyn to go on the subway. Mm. So she basically risked her own life to get away from me. Just because you voted Trump. Just because I voted Trump, and I wasn't mad because I I got. Oh, you just got your dick sucked, didn't yeah, you? Say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was to be mad about? Yeah. <laughs> And I and I and when she left, I shut off the lights and I went to sleep. I, and I'm like, well, I hope she gets home okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? I I tell you what, man, the political environment in America is just toxic as hell. I just can't get over how. I mean, the 
I, I just watched all of the media from both sides, and there is no consideration of legitimacy from either side to the other side. Mm-hmm. Neither neither side could admit that either side has... A, not even like, you know, they're not entirely right, but like one or two things they might be saying might be correct. Yeah. Neither side wants to concede either of it. And so it's like, right, okay, so the, both sides think the other side is completely wrong on everything. It's like, right, well, the what le- are you going to do? When it comes to the left, though... um. Like, this is, like, one of the arguments I hear, oh, well, his father gave him a million dollars. I'm like, yeah, if I had money like that and I had a son, I would give him a million dollars, too, to start a business. Yeah. That, and you, he turned it into $4 billion or something, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and it was a loan. First of all, you, just because your father is broke and didn't, or really just didn't give a crap about you and didn't build wealth so that way he could pass it on to to his kids like you're supposed to do mm. doesn't mean he's a bad what what was he supposed to do no dad i'm not going to take a million dollars from you yeah of course he's going to i mean it's ridiculous to suggest he shouldn't and the fact that he capitalized on it as well it's okay good for him i mean it's like the problem with the left is they they try to make a scandal out of something that isn't wrong like mm. oh he drinks coke okay he has two scoops of ice cream Oh, oh my God! What, what a, a monster! monster. Yeah, <laughs> what a bastard! I mean, yeah. that's that's just a warning sign right there, you know. It's, it's first, like... it's two scoops of ice cream. Next, it's beheading cats behind a dumpster. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they're nuts. They're absolutely nuts. Like, I mean, I... This is the thing. Like, I, yeah. I always consider myself very centre left. You know, I mean, I'm, in Britain, I mean, we've got you know universal health care, and I think it's a good thing. Um, and, you know, I'm not really, I'm, I'm not against guns, but I'm not really a fan of guns, you know. And I can see the argument from pragmatism mm-hmm. about not having guns, even if it's not one made in principle, it does reduce the number of gun deaths if you have less guns around. And, um, you know, and so, you know, these things are, I can accept. And if I do like, you know, political test, it puts me center left, I'm like, okay, fine. But I'm still like, a, I'm a, I mean, I'm like an English liberal, you know. I, I think, you know, the free market's a good thing. I think freedom of speech, freedom of association, freedom of thought, all of these things, you know, the the right to be left alone, all this. But the left these days have just turned into a bunch of just socialists, and they don't think anything like I think. They don't agree with any of these things. Yeah. They want to control you. They want to stop you from doing things. They want to control how you think, how you speak, how you spend your money. And it's like, okay, this I don't agree with any of that. Yeah, I mean, with, with, isn't it like more like co- they're cultural Marxists now? Well, the, thing, the, the term cultural Marxism is not a useful one because when the, when the right uses the term cultural Marxism, it has conspiratorial undertones. And what they really mean is just intersectional, intersectional social justice. That's, mm-hmm. It's exactly the same term, just that's the term the left uses. So the right should just use it themselves, because it is entirely Marxist. There's, there's no getting around it. You don't need to... I mean, it, it, it is an accurate thing to call it cultural Marxism, but it's also accurate to just call it intersectional social justice. Mm-hmm. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, I mean, it, it also it just seems like again. I mean, I I'm a I'm a Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. so that whole which is hilarious because their their whole you're a white supremacist narrative does <laughs> it does not work on me. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I've gone after uh, an Antifa guy online. His name is oh, Spen- yeah. uh, uh, Spencer Sunshine, 
right who's who's paid for by the Ford Foundation I will be going into that soon I'm doing I'm still right doing okay yeah uh, but he's uh, he he's uh he's called out he's called try to put out hits on 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 Patriots really really yeah I mean he's there's video there's a video of him at a socialist bookstore in Brooklyn uh naming names and talking about how they need to be resisted by any means necessary and of course oh. he, he doesn't do his own he doesn't do his own dirty work um and anyone who disagrees with him is an anti-semite <laughs> um and i'm like i'm waiting for him to even talk about me because i mean i know you've seen a picture of me i'm 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 pretty dark-skinned <laughs> I'm a dark- um i i did see you didn't look that dark-skinned to me but i, I was a small picture so. yeah I mean, I'm. I mean, I mean, I'm obviously not a pale by any means. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I have... the, the the proper terminology is you're not white passing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I know the I know the ideology inside out yeah. at this point. Um, and on top of that, if he calls me um a uh, an anti semite, I could always produce a picture with me in a yarmulke <laughs> when I was a. Oh, you Jewish? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I was, but I was, I am, you know, you know, I, I was a groomsman at my best friend's wedding. Ah, right. Okay. And I thought I looked fantastic in the yarmulke. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, the, uh, the, uh, the rabbi was like, oh, well, if you convert, you could wear it all the time. And <laughs> I'm like, well, I was raised Jehovah's witness. And so I don't think my mom would, would appreciate that. She's like, oh, I know all about Jehovah's witnesses. You're practically halfway Jewish. <laughs> Let's <laughs> see. I'm glad I'm an atheist. Oh. To be honest, you know, I've, I've never. I, I my my parents aren't religious at all, mm. and so I was never raised religious in any way. Yeah. And it is just such a simpler life. I don't don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, being a, you know, well, I'm I'm not one because uh, I. I oh, not, it's yeah. okay if you are. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm not like uh, some sort of militant anti-theist or something. No. No, no, I'm just saying, you know, but I, I you know, I'm not one because, you know, I, I never, I didn't take to it. Mm. Um, but, you know, I still don't celebrate Christmas or birthdays or my birthday mm-hmm. to this day. And it just, it just freaks people out. <laughs> like, Yeah, that, that's weird. You're not celebrating Christmas or your birthday. Well, I mean, because Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate the birthday. Because, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, or Christmas yeah. because Christmas has nothing yeah. to do with Christ. And, That's true. And even still, um, well, we don't know when he was really born. Even though, well, it's presumably sometime in the summer. I mean, shepherds watching their flocks by night. Do they do that in the dead of winter? No, no. And of course, they uh, they some astronomers uh, said that it, you know because of the position of the stars, mm. you know. Um, yeah. And you know, it's just uh, you know. So even so, to this day, since I've never celebrated it. It really makes no sense for me to celebrate it when I really don't believe he was born on December 25th. Oh, obviously not, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's all just pagan myths co-opted to basically persuade people to join Christianity, I think. Yeah. I mean, and also, I mean, and, and of course, going with Jehovah's Witness doctrine, according to the Bible, he said, remember me, they have a memorial for Christ's death. Hmm. And that's, you know, they, they talk about what, why his sacrifice was significant, yeah. what what hope it brings, and, and all that. So, I mean, that's that's how I was raised. And, and birthdays, it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, Joe's Witnesses don't celebrate birthdays. So, you know, I've never, 
Yeah, I never had a birthday party, so it's just like it makes no sense for me to to celebrate now. Hmm. Because I think, okay. yeah, I think it's like it's, it's you know really it's for children. Like honestly, if you're gonna have a bir- have a birthday party, I managed to survive another year. <laughs> well, I mean, like over here is just an excuse to go out and get drunk. Yeah, and I, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I, I and I, I don't drink, so yeah, ah, so, okay. yeah. I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of boring. I'm kind of a uh, a uh, 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 radical Muslim like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do not drink. No. So, so, hmm, okay. Yeah. I I actually don't drink very often, to be honest. I uh, I I'm very light when I drink. I get drunk very easily because uh, I don't do it very often. Right. Right. I mean, my only vice is 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 the diet soda. So I I'm trying to get off <laughs> of that. <laughs> Just, but yeah. um. Oh man, but it's like why? Why like why are the left so intolerant? The what, what? Like to me, it just seems like they're so afraid mm-hmm. of of other people's of ideas of words. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would be. I, I'm more afraid of intent, mm-hmm. of physical intent. But if someone's on the corner saying "spick, spick, 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 spick," you know, I'm be like, well. Have fun. He he's weird, and um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish he could go fuck himself, but you know, other than that, you know, uh, you know, God bless. You. Yeah, I th- <laughs> I think um I think it comes down to them being uh, totalitarians. Actually, um, they they want control of everything. I mean, you you notice there's there's literally nothing that they don't want to have control over. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Look, like I'm a I'm a massive nerd. I'm a, I'm a total fucking geek, mm-hmm. and you know I play I I play the fucking the car games, the tabletop games, all the nerdy shit, computer games, everything. What you right? think? Uh, what you think of the Doctor Who uh, Christmas special? Oh, I'm actually not a fan of Doctor Who. <laughs> what kind <laughs> so of what it. kind of Brits but my, are my, you? my wife is, and she fucking hates that it's a female Doctor Who next. Oh, but I she... wanted I wanted to make this joke so bad, uh, but at the end when the Doctor regenerates into a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she falls out of the TARDIS, and I'm like, okay, Matt Smith didn't fall out the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Um, the other doctors didn't fall out of the TARDIS. The one woman, when he becomes a woman, he she falls out the fucking TARDIS, <laughs> which proves women can't drive for shit. Do you know what cracks me up about the Star Wars movie? Yeah. Is that um, you know, they've got women controlling the rebel forces, whatever it is, you know, the resistance, whatever they call themselves, and they they just end up losing completely. Everyone dies apart from a few, a handful who run away and dissipate, dissipate, uh, dissipate in, you know, to to carry out, you know, a rebellion at some time in the future. It's like, so you're saying that the patriarchy wins? Well, that's a good reason to join the patriarchy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be on the winning team. I don't want to be with a bunch of losers who get wiped out. Christ. Yeah, Rogue One. Uh, she gets stuck on a. She can't be saved. She gets. She gets killed. <laughs> I actually didn't see Rogue One because it looked really boring. I saw a screenshot for it. And it was just like dull green and grey, and I was just like, "Yeah, this looks fucking awful." Mm. And uh, but everyone, everyone was saying it's actually the best of the new ones. I was like, oh, maybe I'll check that out. Yeah, I mean, honestly, ever since Disney took it over and and they oh, I fucking hate Disney. Like, I mean, the fact of the matter is, they like the problem with Doctor Who, uh, Star Wars, and a lot of the even the fucking Marvel movies, which they started off fantastic, they Mm. all get infected with this whole social justice warrior agenda. 
and it just pisses me off because they sacrifice story in order to 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 just just appease at, like groups that like would see the movie anyway. Like I would okay. Well done. Like, you know that's the thing. Like a lot of these a lot of these things like the Star Wars movie. Um, something like sixty five percent of the audience was white and male, and then about thirty percent of it was. Um, or like twenty percent of it was white and female, and and they're sat there harping on about diversity. It's like it's a bunch of white people watching this movie. You know, the people who you think you're appealing to. I mean, you know, is is Star Wars big in the black community? No, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> you know, not by the metrics we have. Anyway. I mean, maybe maybe when maybe when Billy D. Williams was in it, like you know, the whole Colt forty five works every time. Yeah, but but uh, this is the thing. Oh, it's like you don't know that, huh? No, I don't. Sorry, oh. I, I, it's oh, a cultural yeah. reference. I don't oh, care. Oh. But the, the, this is the thing: is like they they want control of everything, man. I mean, like the, there's a fucking tabletop game about like a nerdy sci-fi thing where you literally roll dice and measure to move little lead miniatures or plastic miniatures across a fucking tabletop, and the feminists want control of this as well. And it's like holy fucking shit! Like if you can find a woman who plays this game, good luck. You know, just good fucking luck. It's I mean, I, I you know, I used to play it a lot when I was a kid, and obviously the we used to hang out with loads of girls, and they they would literally hate it when we'd go and play this game. They'd be like, "Oh no, it's so boring and nerdy," and we were like, "Yeah, it is. Get used to it." Yeah, they didn't want to play it. They had no interest in it. And now the now the feminists are like, "Oh, we need female representation in your space marines," and it's like, "No, you don't. <laughs> you do not need female representation in this at all. You're full of shit. It's just about control. Yeah. That's what it's about." Well, yeah, I mean, I forgot what comedian said this, but it's like, um, women, it's just, it, it just comes down to the fact that women don't trust us to be on our yeah. own. Yeah, there is a, there is a lot of that. I'm absolutely, they, they think like some evil boys club's going to come around and it's like, nah, it's just going to be guys just trying to just relax. Yeah. That's it. They're like, oh, why do men need a man cave? Because you fuck, you fucking <laughs> fagged up the rest of the house. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. I, my wife is banned from my office. She's not allowed in it. <laughs> She's like, I can come in and hoover up. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no. If this place ever needs cleaning, and I will be I will be the person who decides to give it the annual clean, it'll be me who does it, because of my fucking space. <laughs> Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love my wife, but she, she's got the whole rest of the house, mm-hmm. you know? Do you think I've put, I haven't put a single fucking picture up anywhere else in the house, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, none of it's my decoration. And I don't resent her for it, but my God, I'm not giving a, I'm not giving an inch in my office because it is my man cave and it'll be exactly as I want it, as messy or as tidy as I want, you know? It's no one else's decision, God damn it. It's be, sovereign territory. And it will be That's what it down. is. <laughs> and it'll be passed down to my son. And when yes. he comes in, I will lift him up into the sunlight and see everywhere every dust particle touches will be your domain when I'm gone. Uh, dude, that's exactly what it is. My, my son is the only person allowed in here. <laughs> like, he, he loves sitting. I've got two monitors. So when I'm working, you know, researching stuff and stuff like that, he'll come and sit on my knee and watch just, you know, kids cartoons, you know, a fucking Thomas the Tank Engine and Fireman Sam and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. while I'm working. And he's the only person allowed in. And that's it. <laughs> Oh man, the Thomas the Tank Engine. The the only era that I will ever accept as legitimate is when George Carlin was Mister Conductor. Holy shit! Really? I didn't know about that. You didn't know George Carlin was Mister Conductor? No, that's amazing. I'm gonna look for that. Hang on. <laughs> I have just educated Sargon of Akkad. <laughs> oh, dude, I did not know. I fucking love George Carlin as well. 
Oh, that is that. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna download a bunch of that and watch that. <laughs> of course, he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, yeah, of course. Nothing. He, he doesn't. Yeah, but Shining Time Station. He was he was Mister Conductor. That's great. That's fantastic. But it, it, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Like going back to the whole um, the sort of like safe spaces for men. I guess you could call it right. Yeah. If you're gonna use their terminology, like a man cave, it's like a man's safe space. But it's amazing how like you get all this. Well, we need safe spaces for women and minorities. It's like, okay, but why can't men have safe spaces? If if that's the case, and I'm almost mm-hmm. you know I, I I want my man cave sort of thing, but I don't want to I don't want to tell people how they have to live. You know, I would never go to like you know a woman only gym or something and say no, you've got to have men in this. You've got to have men in this. This um, this is unacceptable. You know, I would never yeah. do that. But then, I mean, in Britain, you just get a lot of working men's clubs, and they were literally just for, like, working-class men who had been, you know, laboring all day, and they, they wanted to go and have a beer with their friends without the missus and without their wives. And it's like, and that, that's, that's all illegal now. You can't do that. And it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? What's wrong with that? Is, yeah. you know, is I that mean... so bad? Well, again, they because women are afraid. They're afraid that we might we might uh you know force them to to you know get out of society and we'll, it'll, it'll become it'll become Saudi Arabia here if we had our own. That's why that's why the Boy Scouts of America they have to introduce girls and you know and, and the yeah. girl and the Girl Scouts are kind of pissed off that the Boy Scouts are accepting girls because now they're they're they have to com- they they have to they're compete. competing they're competing. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, because the girl that that joins, she she makes a good she makes a good argument. The Girl Scouts don't have survivalist training classes like like the Boy Scouts do. Mm-hmm. They have all these they have all these lame ass like girly stuff that hey she if she wants to learn how to build a campfire, teach her how to build a fucking campfire. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not against that at all, but like. I bet there aren't queues of boys queuing up to try and get to the Girl Scouts, are there? Oh yeah, no, I, no. It's like why? Well, I mean, the thing is, there's still we still have quality control a little bit when it comes to <laughs> males. Like, like you know that's and what I mean by that is like if if especially with my friends, if you do something slightly gay, you get called a faggot real quick. Oh yeah, it's like but they, I mean that's like just masculine gender roles. Yeah. But it is interesting it's how like toxic um, masculinity, Sargon. Yeah, exactly, right? It it fucking is. It's like but hey, notice how they never have anything that's just like good or regular masculinity. It's always toxic masculinity. It's like, yeah. Because what you're saying is just that you find masculinity toxic. It's yeah. not that there's a version of masculinity you hate, it's just you hate masculinity. That's what it is. And I've seen loads of articles and think pieces by far leftists. Well, they're just outright saying that. They're like, it's not toxic masculinity, it's just masculinity. And it's like, I'll get fucked. You know, if that's your problem, then I'll get fucked. I don't know. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.
If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local Geico agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a Geico agent near you, visit geico.com slash local. Are you a damn thing? You know. Yeah, I like. It's like, look, I I accept my response. Like I've said this once. Like, um, women, mostly women nowadays, like feminists, they want to be like Blade. Hmm. They, you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Well, like uh, the Wesley Snipes character. Yeah. 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 They want. They want all the. They want all the strengths and, and um, privileges. Of being a man with mm. none of the responsibility. I tell you, there are precious few privileges left as well. Yeah, I mean, and, and Bill Burr, he he really he he illustrated. Oh, he that. nails it, doesn't he? He? Na- he nails it before he got married, and now he's an SJW. God damn it! Fucking got cucked. Yeah, what? he got. Yeah, he got. Yeah. God damn, man. Yeah, it's like when he, I, he used to be the best as yeah. well. Just calling it like he it was. It's like. Yeah, but now his wife, you know, you, you'll hear him yeah. on his podcast. His wife will call him out like, oh, please. I'm like, oh, God, really, dude? Yeah, and you can't just, you can't just, this is the thing, right? My, my wife, she's, she's not like, she's not like most other women. I know that a lot of people will say that, but she, Norwalt. she fucking hates feminists. She fucking hates feminists. And she, she can accept that. You know, I want my man space. You know, where this is, you know, my fucking space. She doesn't mind me hanging out with my guy friend. She's not threatened by it, you know. And it's, it's, it's. I was. That's one of the reasons I'm married. You know, um, but there, I know that there are just so many women who can't deal with that. And it's like that's your problem. It's not his problem. It's your problem. And yeah. You've got to get over it. Yeah, it's just like women. Like women have their own spaces. It's like it's time to move over, boys. Like you know, in every commercial, yeah. move over, guys. Like okay, we're always moving over, moving over, moving over, and now we have only one little corner of the bed. Yeah, <laughs> we're about to fall no, no, off the edge. It's true though. It's true, and like, and the thing is, it's like, I mean, it it's hard not to view it as an attack on men. Yeah. You know, because it really seems like an attack on men, it, and and it's it's constant, and it, you know, it's in the media. And men never complain as well. Men never complain about any of these things. They would never even vaguely think. They would never be entitled enough to think that they deserve some kind of like uh, advocacy group. Mm. You know, I mean, like feminists are a women's advocacy group. They openly say, you know, we're here for women. It's like, okay. And who's here for men? Well, no one, obviously. No man is ever going to be like, well, I want an advocacy group. It would be shameful. You know, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you know, I'm, I can handle it. But at the end of the day, it looks like we're losing ground. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I've, uh, oh, goodness, I did, oh, wow, I forgot the point I was trying to make. Um, I know I did a show about, um, oh, man, okay, I forgot. <laughs> it's all right, but yeah. and the thing is, though, right, like, after, after saying this, you know the first thing they're going to come out with? Shaming. And it's like, they're going to go, oh, what, are you, are, you, are you not a real man? It's like, bitch, you hate real men. You know, yeah. you're a feminist. You hate real men. So don't shame me for, you know, for saying, look, I'm actually a person with feelings and I feel like I'm under attack. Don't fucking shame me for that. Yeah. You know, you're always saying, oh, men never talk about their feelings. Okay, well, I'm talking about my feelings and now you don't like it. Yeah. 
It's yeah. like you can't you can't have it both ways. I mean, yeah. and that that's the point. It's like, oh, men don't want to talk about their feelings, but the moment we do, shut the fuck up. Stop. Uh, if you don't yeah. like it, be gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, if, and that's the least bad of it, you yeah. know. And it's it's it ah, it's it's such a fucking double standard. And ah, now I remember. I like um a few weeks ago, or, well, a couple months ago, I did a show where you know this is just me stating an opinion. It wasn't backed by any sources or anything. Sure, sure. I because I personally believe like this whole push for pegging, which is a woman taking a strap to a man's bottom. <laughs> um, I'd never even heard of that. <laughs> oh, you know um, when a woman puts on a strap on and and fucks. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I know there are guys okay. that like that sort of thing. Apparently, um, but uh, I didn't know it was called pegging. Yeah, no, cu- it's good to know. Yeah, cuckolding. Yeah. Um and and I believe um you know um you know, oh goodness uh open relationships. I oh believe, yeah. I yeah. believe those things are an attack on masculine, an attack on they the are. family. They're a direct attack on masculinity. I mean, as a libertarian, I don't believe that the government should outlaw it. I don't believe I should. No. I don't believe I have the right to go out and and physically get violent with someone that likes to do that. Um, but I don't. I, I believe that these types of things, like having a man bend over, even like okay, fine. If he likes it, fine. Have at it, Mazel tov. But you know, I, it's just it really it just really seems that the cultural push for mm. this to be acceptable like oh we're trying to normal we're trying to push it to be normalized oh you know having open relationships having uh, a woman having being uh, getting an extra lover and sharing yeah. and sharing a girlfriend or whatever um it's an attack on masculinity yeah absolutely yeah. and it's a, it's it's an attempt to just emasculate men and I mean, like, like you say, I, you know, obviously I've never advocated for it being banned or government interference or anything like that. But just, you know, myself as a man, I would, if if I was with a woman who, suge- if she even suggested it, mm-hmm. I would probably be like, well, this is the end of the relationship, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah, no, of course. I, I, I wouldn't stand the, for it. The idea that you think I would, I would debase myself by permitting this, it's, you know, I mean, you know, you go, go and date a male feminist. If, and the thing is, right, honestly... There's a part of me that thinks that all this is is a giant fucking shit test anyway. You know, I don't think any woman really wants a man who actually does that. I think that what she wants is for you to stand up and say, no, you're not going to do that. And if you do do that, I'm just going to leave. No questions asked. Yeah. And th- this is the end of the discussion. And that's it. You know, I think that a lot of women would... Pr- I think it's a l- just a test. See if you are a man or not, to be honest. Well, that's the but, thing. Again, that's just my opinion. Yeah, know? I mean, and really it's it's funny because they speak out against how men are toxic masculinity and they they go and they they try to shame men for normal masculine male behavior yet mm. when a guy or one of these soy boys comes up to <laughs> them they be, they get drier than the sahara desert so they oh, yeah they're not into it like what the fuck <laughs> do, like what the fuck do you want Oh, we know, actually. There are studies. And the, the, the feminists hate these studies because it turns out that women want tall, financially successful, muscular men. And it's like, what, still? Really? Can you believe it? You know, evolution has equipped you to want these things and somehow women still go for it. It gets them wet. And it's like, wow. But the, this is the thing. It's about, mm. like, I, I, I genuinely... And if, and, and I, if you're fat and short, just... you should know how to fix shit because that gets, that gets in their pants too. Damn right. Damn right does. And... <laughs> No, no, it does. It legit does. <laughs> like, because I, I helped this chick get like fix her doorknob. 
Like I, I, you know, I went in with the screwdriver, bada bing, bada boom. And yes, we actually say that in Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I believe you. <laughs> you know, got it done. Some stereotypes are true. Got it done, and uh, you know, it's uh, you know, she 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 she, she was she was wet, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm I'm handy. Yeah, I'll, I'll no, no, pl- dude. My my wife loves it when I put furniture together. As stupid as that fucking sounds, she fucking goes nuts for it. It's like, it's you know, I I don't particularly like putting furniture together, but I see that there's an upside to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe maybe she's more attracted uh, to the she's attracted to the focus that you put into it, and that's yeah, yeah. like, oh wow, she's he's deep in thought trying to fix that. Squish, squish, I don't, squish, I don't squish. even know if it's that. I think, um, oh, no. I think that a lot of women, not not all women, obviously, fucking Jesus, lest I say every woman that's ever lived, but like, I think, I think a lot of women just like to see men doing things. You know, I think they expect men to do things, and when a man's actually doing things, taking control and making something happen, fixing something, solving a problem, whatever it is, I think, you know, there's a an evolutionarily an evolutionary psychology sort of perspective on it where they that's what they're looking for in a provider a mate you know they think right that's that's a man fulfilling the male gender role and there, there was um this woman called uh, nora i can't remember her name now but she she was um quite a masculine looking woman a lesbian woman and so what she did is she for i think it was sort of like six months or nine months or something mm-hmm. she had she she got a makeup crew to make her look like a man, and she was quite convincing. But she, oh, I've seen this video. Yeah, a bit effeminate, right? Yeah. And um, and she was saying how she went on a bunch of dates with women and stuff, and she was just like, "Women want men to be men." That was that was the the primary thing she came away with. It's like gender roles exist because women want them, and men are, men are like they are because women want that. And and she found it more difficult to be a man than a woman, which is very interesting. Mm. Um. And yeah, and I I think there's a lot to it, and I think it's evolutionary. You know, I think it goes right back to primeval days when we were living in caves, and it was difficult to survive. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you know, you had to put stuff together with your bare hands, and you know, mm-hmm. having that skill. I mean, you know, uh, you know, as as um, like I, actually, I wouldn't consider this uh, 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 you know feminine, but you know, I know how to cook. You know, oh, sure, everyone should know how to cook. Yeah, I, I, you know, I cook for myself, and you know, sure. especially nowadays, since most women can't cook to save them their lives. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and they come over to my place and they see me with the with the ninja blender, and I'm making, mm. I make my own condiments because <laughs> you know, because I'm dude. A... The, the, don't don't laugh. That's that's awesome. Honestly, I, I, there's nothing nothing wrong with cooking. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I I make a um. Because because I'm a diabetic and like a lot of stuff they don't make uh, sugar free mm. and I don't want to use um, these artificial sweeteners that they use. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I use stevia, which which is fantastic and it's you know it tastes good to me. Mm. I make my own ketchup. I make my own. Really? I make my own French dressing. Yeah, you can find the recipes online and you just substitute the the sugar for for stevia. Mm. And it and it take to me it tastes better. No, okay, because I mean I I actually I actually quite like cooking because that then I can make the meal exactly as I prefer it. Yeah, you know. So I, I mean my my wife because I, I we've actually we've got a really traditional relationship. You know she she does the most of the housework and she cooks and takes care of the kids and I work. Mm. You know, um, but on the on the occasions where she's not cooking, I like cooking because I get to make the meal exactly as I want. Because I, I, she's, you know, I don't want to criticize her cooking because I know it's something that she 
she's concerned about you know right. and so i don't want to i don't want to tell her i don't like it or something i don't appreciate it but um but i tell her, it is nice to be able to make a spaghetti bolognese the way i want it because she never puts enough salt in the pasta oh. <laughs> you know what it's like yeah, my 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 well my my ex-girlfriend i would just kick her out of my kitchen like no she's like but i want to cook get the fuck out my kitchen yeah sit down relax i got this yeah. you're not doing nothing yeah i'm i yeah i know i totally uh, feel you man so you know but the thing is when i've had chicks over here and they're like because i make you know you know i i do puerto rican cuisine mm-hmm. uh you know so when i make my puerto rican yellow rice you know it, it just women like what you not know that you could like um you know, you clean for yourself. You do, you do, you do, you, 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 you're a grown up. <laughs> kind well, of yeah. t- turns women on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, no, I totally agree. And like being, being like independent minded is attractive, I think. You know, I think that's something women are, women are into. Because, I mean, being a dependent mama's boy is just, I mean, I'm not a woman, I'm not attracted to men, but that, that really turns me off of a man. Yeah. Just being some soft little mama's boy who needs someone to fucking wipe his ass and do his fucking laundry and shit. It's like, for fuck's sake, man. I mean, I do you call know? my mom for advice. Like, hey, ma, how do you make this? Oh, yeah, sure. How do you, can, you I, get the, can I get the recipe for uh, uh, sofrito or, you know, the, which is a sauce that you use to flavor your Yeah, 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 but that's, that's, that's taking advice from an expert. You know, that's, that's not being dependent, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's, um, but you know, since you're married, how does your, oh man, what was the question I was going to say? Um, you said your wife hates feminism and, and all oh, that. Yeah. How does she, she, like, how does she, uh, feel about, you know, your, your views on like gender roles? I mean, how did, on, on what, sorry, gender roles? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess my views on gender roles are that they're probably inevitable. I think, I think um, gender roles are just something that people do, whether they want to or not. Um, and she's totally, she's just normal, you know. My my my, my wife's like she likes being a woman. She likes being a wife, and she thinks that that's got a specific role to it. And I'm happy for her to do that, you know. It, it works for me, but I would never tell her she had to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wants to do these things, you know. It's this is what you know, just what she likes, and it's like, okay. I, mean, I don't. I don't have any particularly outlandish views on gender roles, really. I mean, the thing is, like, I'm very much live and let live kind of guy. If, if you know, if you've got a guy who wants to stay home and look after the kids when the wife goes out and works, hey, you do whatever the hell works for you. I don't care, mm-hmm. you know. But don't tell me that I can't do what works for me, you know. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, like, uh, you know, if, if the man is not working and basically being the hunter gatherer. Mm. It, it, I don't see how it works out because I mean, especially even though women are like, Oh yeah, I want to be independent. I want to work. I want this. I want, if my man wants to stay home, he can, they don't respect him still. Yeah. They don't get, yeah. they won't, they would still not give him that respect like of him taking care of the kids and doing what would be typically his role. I mean, it would even, even in feminist comedies that would, that is viewed as a joke. Yeah. They make they, fun of that. It's because like um, men always describe themselves by what they do. When I mean, like you, you speak to a man, it's like, hey, what'd you do? Like he's not going to tell you about how he decorated his house. 
even though that might have literally been the last thing he did. He's going to talk about his job. You know, men have always defined themselves by their job, and that that's it's a point of like it's a point of identity to men to describe themselves by the job traditionally anyway, and um, and it's not for women. You know, most women aren't. Most people, most women don't generally do that. But I mean, things might be changing. But even like like you say, like the the, the when I, I read an article by this woman who said that she had a job that was significantly higher paying than her husband. So when they had kids, she was like, well. I'll go out and work while you look after the kids. Mm-hmm. And she, in this article, it was fascinating, this article, actually. It was really interesting. Because she, she initially was okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. She was like, okay. And then she found that she started to really resent her husband because she'd come back from this stressful, high-paying corporate job. And he would be, like, fresh-faced, playing around with the kids. You know, the kids were running around the house, and he's, like, making dinner. He's, he's, for him, it was easy. He was just having a good time. And so he didn't think anything of it. And she would come back, and she'd be sat there, she'd be exhausted, and she would find herself resenting her husband. And then she was realized she wasn't attracted to him at all because he wasn't being a man. And he was just like, well, you know, I could have said I told you so. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, th- I think it's healthier if men work. But, again, I would never say you can't do something. If, if it works for you, great, but it would not work for me. It's just amazing. Like, even when she get like, and this is the, this is the thing I've, I've, and and I hate the fact that this turned into a woman bashing show. <laughs> it's not woman bashing. That's the thing. It's it's just being honest about what things are really like. You know. Yeah, I mean, like it's kind of funny. She gets what she wants, and she's still not happy. I mean, it, it reminds yeah. me of um, this former female friend I had. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, we can never, we can never be romantic with each other. Let's just be friends." And I'm like, "Okay, fine." Uh, you know, I like your company. You're cool people. Fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the moment I, uh, the moment a woman came up to me and started chatting me up, she, and she gets jealous. She gets upset yeah. and she yelled at me, saying, "How can you say you want to be with me and you talk to other girls immediately after I tell you no?" Because you're not interested, bitch. Like, I'm like, we weren't dating. How long do I have to wait before I'm allowed to talk to other people? Why should she even think she's got some sort of control over your behavior if she's like, I'm not interested in you? Yeah. That's so weird, isn't it? But I mean, obviously it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not that she thought that there was nothing there. But um, but this thing, right, you you know, I don't want to do one bashing. The thing is, right, Mm -hmm. there are real problems with gender roles in the West at the moment, you know, just gender relations Mm -hmm. in the West, you know, men and women are having a more and more difficult time dealing with each other, and and the feminists are not helping anything, Mm -hmm. you know, these these people have been, I mean, the the stated goals of feminism is to destroy gender roles, and it's like, yeah, but you guys don't seem to understand, men and women are different, you know, we we have gender roles to facilitate relationships between men and women, and not even like, you know, sexual romantic relationships, just just normal relationships. You know, like you, you know that you're supposed to open the door for a woman. You know, mm. it's part of the gender role, and many women will still expect that. It, they will think you're being impolite if you don't do it. There's no romantic mm. involvement there, but it's a way of men and women dealing with each other because women know that men. You know, some men aren't good men and will do bad things. And they, you know, performing in a sort of certain way that are, that is instantly recognizable is a way of putting each other at ease. 
you know, you know that you're not going to get, you know, and you know you're not dealing with a woman who's going to try and betray you or whatever it is, you know. If, uh, you know, if she's performing her gender role, there's a way of facilitating, um, like, a, a way of sort of ameliorating the power imbalance between the raw physical nature of being male and female. And these things were important, and I think they still are important. I, I don't think they're ever really going to go away, no matter how... And it, it, I think it's really indicative that... Mm-hmm. They're still persistent despite the active campaign against them. You know, I mean, I, I read um, I read an article about these anarchists, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, I don't know how much you know about this sort of stuff, but like, basically, they want to get rid of everything that they think is a hierarchy, and this also includes gender, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the female anarchists were complaining that, and this is this was just great that they were in the kitchen making Molotov cocktails while the men were in the garden, or whatever practicing to throw them and it's just like they'd all they just slipped into these gender roles even though they were trying to er eradicate (laughs) the idea of gender roles they couldn't help themselves it's like look right if the anarchists can't even get rid of gender roles i'm not even going to try you know obviously they're there for a reason and i just accept it you know that's hilarious these these people are fucking nuts well that's because i mean does it it, i mean do you believe that it comes down to like a whole genetic dna thing it's just you like i mean i i like i mean and this has pissed a lot of people off to the point that people think i'm a phobic but um i i keep saying if if gays were so happy they wouldn't be fighting so hard to convince me to accept them i think there are a lot of like the the, the right wing gays yeah don't tend to give a fuck who accepts them and don't or not Oh yeah, I um, say I say our gays are a lot tougher than your gays. Yeah, yeah. The, like, the left wing gays are, are are very feminine. Yeah, like I'm like Milo could kick your ass. Do not yeah, let me it, get Milo. It, on yeah, you. yeah, yeah. He's he's not like he's not weird and needy, you know, yeah. or at least in that way. And like, I mean, like in ancient Greece, like homosexuality was ultra masculine, ultra masculine. These guys were. You know, manliness was the the name of the game with that, mm-hmm. and it's it's still quite like that for like a lot of right wing gays. But for the left wing gays, it seems they're very feminine, and yeah. it's like, well, I mean, you know, again, live and let live. If that's what you want, then go for it. But um, it's it's I don't know. I just like I, I just think these things like gender roles are inevitable. I think I just I, the, there's definitely a biological imperative that is being satisfied with gender roles. Mm-hmm. I think I think that I mean that, like okay so one of the things that like the feminists and the far left and whatnot will say is like well gender is just a social construct right and when they say that they're correct it it is socially constructed that you know you might pull a chair out for a woman to sit down that's a social construct you know you you know that you're supposed to call her like two days after a date or something yeah. you know and see if she wants to arrange another date or something like that you know it's it is socially constructed but that doesn't mean there isn't like a biological reason for the social construct to exist mm-hmm. and i think that there is you know i mean like in saudi arabia the women walk 10 paces behind the men and stuff like this that's socially constructed but it's still a gender it's still about the biological roles that each one are fulfilling even though they're doing it in different ways so the idea that you can like divorce the gender role from the biological necessity is wrong in my opinion i don't think that's correct I mean, and, and honestly, I just believe that this is just pushing, it's it's causing people to catch, well, not catch, that's probably, um, mm. develop um, mental illness. Like, look at these, oh, look yeah. at, look at these children, they, these, uh, like, um, I, like these uh, cross-dressing children. Mm. 
mm-hmm. or these or these children that that are being pushed into becoming transgendered. Like, first of all, how the oh. hell do you know at three you were supposed to be shit? You were supposed to be a girl. Shit. Yeah, it, uh, this is something the British government's been doing. Yeah, there, there have been a marked increase of even like though, uh, even four, though... five, and six-year-old children who apparently are yeah. quote-unquote transgender. It's like, fuck off. You know, they, a kid wearing a dress at four years old does not mean they think they want to be a girl. It means that they wanted to wear a dress. That's it. You know. Then again, I mean, when I was five years old in kindergarten, and um, you know, my one of my uh, the t- the teacher's assistant. Um, Miss Gladys, I, I had a huge crush on her. Still do, mm. still do. Miss <laughs> Gladys, yeah, I, if, if you're listening, um, yeah, call I, me. I call me. I am. I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am 34. I am well over the legal age, and uh, <laughs> I know what I know how to how to work it. Um, so. I, I I when I was uh, when I was in kindergarten, I remember being like four or five, and I I remember having a girlfriend called Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to we used to sit together in like you know the the sort of recess time I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I don't remember any details from But I just remember having a girlfriend called Rebecca at that time. Don't even know why. <laughs> uh, I like a girl named Becky. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. But um. But yeah, you know you know but you know what you know what girl name is really disgusting and I would never date. Go on. Akila Hughes. That is the <laughs> disgusting name. And that that actually any girl that's named Akila Hughes. Um, I think by state law is is would be officially recognized as a twat. Um, I I just want to say that I'm sure there are many lovely ladies called Akila Hughes, and uh, that's that's my final opinion on it. Um, and and they obviously they cannot be. In fact, they're not good enough to cook me my breakfast. You are you to me. You're not you're not a good enough woman. So Akila Hughes, um, do me a favor. Um, drink drink some vodka. And and drive really fast. So um, no 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 no. <laughs> Come on, let's, uh, she, uh, the thing is, she's. I'm sure she's not a bad person or anything. Oh no, she, she's not a bad person. She's a horrible person. <laughs> See, I can't say any of this. <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed by Louis B are not the, not uh, shared by our Sargon of Akkad um, yep. and and his sponsors. I, I disavow. I disavow. <laughs> he disavow. I've been disavowed. <laughs> I'm I'm the Richard Spencer of of the of the show now. <laughs> you know, there's still a part of me that thinks Richard Spencer's controlled opposition to the alt right. It just like I'm not alt right, obviously. I mean, like, the, especially when a lot of people keep calling saying that he is a socialist, though. He is. Yeah. I mean, he's not a. It, it's not. He's not really right wing. It's just he's a he's a he's a leftist, but for just uh you know uh whites well one one of the things that um the 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 sort of marxists mm-hmm. um will try and make you believe mm-hmm. is that the nazis weren't socialists mm-hmm. and it's like no they were socialists yeah. they, they absolutely were socialists and like like it's I'm, in you the know, name. i don't i don't, don't want to say the richard spencer's a nazi but he his views are not radically different mm-hmm. to those views and you know he's he's very much well, a socialist in many ways, and he's big into German. I, I watched a, 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 a presentation with him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm a big fan of German idealism and stuff like this." And it's like, oh, God, really? You know, I know where you're going with this, Richard. You know, you're you're a racial identitarian. You're big on German idealism. You think that them big government's a good idea, taking care of people, socialism, and that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. 
you know, <laughs> it's not a good place either. Only, only when it comes to people with the same shade as me. <laughs> yeah, 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 L- literally. I mean, like, oh, do, do you know, I fucking, I hate all of this race stuff. This is what, like, I, I, I constantly have conversations with the alt-right because I'm not afraid of talking to anyone, you know? And I'm just sitting there saying to them, look, you guys are very much like, like social justice warriors for white people. And they're like, no, we're nothing like the social justice warriors. Like, no, you are. Oh, God, my well, son's woken up again. Give me, give me two seconds. Alrighty. <laughs> I heard, I heard the boy. I heard the boy in the background. So, alrighty, let me. Just nine two. So he's uh, he's um, like to give a big shout out to uh, political Woodstock. Uh, Louis eats though well. I don't know what that means. Um, we got Apocalypse. He's in the chat room. How you guys doing? Like to thank everyone that's listening right now. You can always chat. We got a chat room if you're listening, or send me a message. Uh, if you, uh, however you're listening to the show, um, I'm also taking text messages at three four seven nine two seven six eight two four. That's three four seven nine two seven six eight two four. Uh, just text messages right now because you know we're having some technical difficulties. So I don't wanna, I don't wanna f- fuck it up here. So, but while we're going, let me play this quick commercial. Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for, from survivalist and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash Louis B and just shop normally knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash Louis B. All right, we're back. Hang on, back. Yay. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, and now it's all right. Yeah, the uh, the thing is like, um, yeah, it's like Richard Spencer and the alt right, those sort of types, mm-hmm. is that... Um, they they don't seem to realize how similar to the social justice warriors they are. I mean, like my main problem with the social justice warriors is the fact that they'll sit there and they'll, they'll attack white people constantly. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I'm not for attacking anyone for their race at all, ever. You know, I don't think a person's race is a valid thing to bring up in a conversation. Like, hey, you're white. Yeah. You know, I would never turn around, you know, I'm fully on the Martin Luther King fucking train, you know what I mean? So, I judge them by the content of the character, not the color of their skin. And so when, like, the alt-right come along and go, yeah, so we're, we're basically white lives matter. It's like, well, fuck me, I'm not in favor of that either, dummies. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they don't seem to understand. They're just, like, an interest group for white people in the same way that black lives matter, an interest group for black people. Yeah, it like, almost reminds me of this, um, I, you've, you've heard of the black Israelites, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's a there's another group that is similar to them, but it's like they're like um, they're like the same size. They're they're like different sizes of the same uh, coin. Uh, it's called Christian identity, where it's white people that believe that they're the original uh, tribe, part of the original tribe of of Israel. Yeah, which I'm sure they are. <laughs> like they believe the same exact thing, but except it it it's. Oh well, well I mean, according to Black Israelites, even Puerto Ricans are part of the part of the tribe of Israel. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just I just hate all this identitarian stuff. You know, it's like because I mean, like if you're gonna say I'm a woman, I'm white, I'm black, you know, any of these things. Okay, what you're telling me is you literally have no fucking achievements 
whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, because I would say, you know, I, I would talk about the things I have achieved, the things I do, the things that I had a whole role in shaping. Mm-hmm. You know, but when someone's like, oh, you know, Richard Spencer, I'm proud to be white. It's like, you were born white. You, you've you literally achieved nothing since you were a baby when you say, I'm proud to be white. Yeah. And it wasn't even your choice. You know, it's like saying I'm proud that I've got brown hair. It's like, great, good for you. Brown hair people matter. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, me? it, it, it kind of annoys me, like, when it comes to, like, comics that do something similar, like George Lopez and um, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, when they all focus on the, their their Spanish heritage. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly the same kind of nonsense. It's like, yeah, but what does this mean? Yeah, it's like, okay, we get it. You're 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 Mexican. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Like like me, like again, I'm Puerto Rican. But when I do my jokes, they are based on my personal experiences, my observations. Yeah. Um, even though even though I've been told, hey, people want to hear what it's like to be a Puerto Rican. I mean, well, I mean. It's pretty much what it's like to be Scottish, I guess. What it's like to be Iraqi, you know. It's just like yeah. there's a type of food. Uh, they have different type of food. There's a different, the different type of music, um, a special type of dance. Um, except we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but this is the thing, isn't it? It's like like literally everyone thinks that about themselves. So it's like okay, nobody, there's nothing to talk about there, you know. And I mean, I, I like like ironic nationalism because it's funny because it's dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like it, it, it's dumb. It's like, yeah, I'm so proud of being English. It's like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in a dumb way, <laughs> not something I would ever seriously say to someone's a serious argument. You know, and and then he's like, and, and this is another thing that pissed me off as well. It's like the individual differences between people are so much more important. Like, the, uh, like you know who Jordan Peterson is, right? Yes. Like he's uh, he's uh, he he always just diffuse this whole thing. He's just like, okay. Answer me this. Would you rather be a minority or would you rather be ugly? Um, Naturally, everyone says they'd rather be a minority. Exactly. You know, it's it's way worse to be ugly than it is to not be white or not be, you know, the, the dominant race or gender or whatever it is. You know, it, it's better to not be ugly. And that tells you everything you need to fucking know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can sit there and whine about race and gender and all this. But at the end of the day, your personal characteristics, whether you're tall, you're short, you're intelligent, you're dumb... You know, you're fat, you're thin, you're ugly, you're beautiful. These are way more important than the other things. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another guy that, that the left is just afraid to let speak. And when you listen to him, I'm just like, what's he saying that's so wrong? I mean, yeah. what's what's he saying that's so... That could be even misconstrued as hateful, yet they, they censor this man everywhere he speaks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing as well. Fucking, I love the mind reading ability of the left. Oh yeah. So oh, you 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 hate something? You don't know me. <laughs> you can't tell me what I hate. I'll tell you what I hate, and it's you know whatever. It's you know, but it's not women. It's not black people. It's not mm. you know gay people. It's none of these things. And yet you will accuse me of those things anyway. And then you'll use them. You'll use words like phobia. It's like, hang on, a phobia is an irrational fear. If I'm phobic about something, you can't blame me for that. You know, I didn't make that choice. It was just something that was a part of me. So your accusation at me exonerates me anyway. Hmm. Seriously, it's just, they just don't think about the terms they're using. Yeah, I'm, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, like it's I, so dumb. Like I said again when I was talking about Antifa, like I wish someone would try to come at me and call me a white supremacist. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, that that'll work. <laughs> like call, you know call me call me an anti-Semite. I dare you. 
I will use it against you. Like when I was going after that Antifa leader, uh, Spencer Sunshine, one of his oh, yeah. friends um, tries to come after me. And um, I I immediately used the race card. I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry, boss. I I, I said goes back to the plantations. <laughs> I said go back to the plantations. I'm sorry, so I didn't mean to speak side of the turns. It's like, See, that's, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like one thing that they they can't win an argument with Richard Spencer. That's the the thing that is the most telling about all of it, right? Because which is sad, it, really. <laughs> Is... Well, no, no, it, it's 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 not even that. It's it's they're not equipped to win an argument with Richard Spencer because if if someone comes to you and says mm-hmm. you you're a racist, you hate black people, you're like, but I don't hate black people. I don't. Th- I think you know. I I don't know whether you think racism is bad or not, but I'm just going to assume you do. Obviously, yeah. Um, I have you, you black, I have black blood in me. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Modern Puerto Ricans are. Well, okay. Well, I guess you think. Okay, you think it's okay to be racist. All right. Well, then. Yeah. Damn. And that, that's why he's just like them. They think it's okay to be racist to white people. And it's, okay, you know, you guys are both fucking awful in my books. Because I don't think it's ra- okay to be racist to anyone. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. honestly, it's kind of funny because uh, the the only time anyone's been racist towards me has been from a leftist. Yeah. Um, I Like, from, like, especially in the comedy community. Mm-hmm. From full of SJWs, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, especially in New York yeah. City, and, and, yeah, and yeah. a lot of them are not even from here. They moved mm-hmm. from other states, and and they 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 came here to be liberal, motherfuckers. Yeah, um, and and they come to dictate how I should act as a Hispanic person, as a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about the Hispanic stereotype I have in my head yeah. that you're not conforming to. Exactly. Like how? Like there was this one comic that um didn't agree with me supporting Trump, called me a race traitor. <laughs> oh, oh, that is my favorite fucking term. I'm race like, tracer. I'm like, but you're white. How are Imagine. you? How Just are you fucking... calling me a race traitor? How, how am I supposed to act as a Puerto Rican? <laughs> like, how do you know? How are you supposed to tell me? Like, honestly, it would be quicker for you to call me a nigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, I, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I, I saw a post going around uh, the other day on Facebook from a left-wing site. I can't remember what it was called, a left-wing group, where they were call, calling Thomas Soul Uncle Thomas Soul, and it was like he was just telling white people what they wanted to hear so he could earn money. It's like, have you read a single thing by the man? I mean, the man's a genius, you mm-hmm. know. And for anyone who doesn't know, he's a black conservative intellectual, you know. He's, and he's, you know, he's been doing it for like 40, 50 years. He's the man is clearly a genius. He's he's written so many books, and they never address a goddamn word he says. They just call him an Uncle Tom, and it's like whew, that pisses me off, man. Because you can tell he's putting the, you know, he's putting so much work in his career, and all they they can just dismiss it all by saying, "Well, you're a race traitor." Yeah, and it, yeah, it's just it's just lazy. It's pure laziness. Hold oh, on, yeah. I actually took a screenshot um, of it. Let me send it to you. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Of the like, like I wanted. Like he he blocked me uh, <laughs> before I could respond. But I was like, I really wanted to let him. Have it. <laughs> there you go. Send it to you on Skype. Yeah, okay, I'll check it out. And wanna. Get you to read that so that way you get you want to get your uh, hasn't come up. Can you, can you send me it on Facebook? I just did. Oh, oh on Facebook. Yes. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Got it. Dang, I was rooting for you being a comedy outcast and all, 
but you really are a short-minded, flannel-shirted, goose-stepping, heritage-hating, transphobic fuckhead at my right. Sad. There are thousands of transgendered folks braver than you to serve, and who are you serving right now? Oh, you're serving Massa, aren't you? That's what you're doing. I see what he's saying. You shitting on the motivation want to shit on you. I sincerely hope the hottest girl I've ever seen has both ha- has a dick and beats the shit out of you. Well, that's the empathetic left for you. Mm-hmm. What a, what an empathetic guy. I mean, is this a white guy as well saying? This? Yes. So he's he's shitting on a person of color. Is yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. It, what? It's amazing, isn't it? It's like they're like I'm against racism, but I tell you what, fucking little house negro if you step out of line i'm gonna give it to you <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna be as racist as i can to you yeah god i fucking hate these and people. of course he blocks me after he says that and i'm like oh, oh yeah of course yeah of, of course. course he fucking does of jesus course. of course they, they, this, this is this is sort of thing i it just drives me crazy because you, you get this all the time where you get white people telling non-white people that they are not being non-white people correctly and it's like dude that is so textbook it, the textbook definition of racism I have a stereotype of what a non-white person is in my head and you don't fill it and therefore you're wrong it's not like um also uh, like I was at the May Day rally counter protesting with the Proud Boys um back uh, earlier this year and there was this other female there was a female comic who actually was one of Mo Fathobob's friends until he got accused of rape and she had to go to therapy. But she's a Black Lives Matter, um, you know, socialist part of Antifa. And she took a picture of me and I wasn't throwing a Nazi salute, but she she posts it she posts on Facebook, oh, he was he was standing with Nazis throwing Nazi salutes, but I didn't catch him because he saw me before I could take his picture. I'm like What? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'd say that, but literally anyone's a fucking Nazi. These people, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, goodness, the sound is going out again. I don't know yeah. why, why is it doing that. Well, I, I tell you, it's, it's gone through the morning, yes. I think I'm going to uh, head off and uh, crash. Right. So I'd like to thank Sargon Avocada coming on. Please uh, check, follow him on his on his YouTube. Again, he, his stuff is very well researched. Um, in fact, uh, support him on Patreon because you know, of course, the YouTube hates free speech. I mean, all these all these social social uh, social uh, media sites hate free speech. Even even um, like I just got all got out of a thirty day Twitter uh, Facebook jail out of. <laughs> Facebook jail because I made a jokes talking about how um, I think I think um, I think bisexuals are as disgusting as a woman would find me disgusting if I uh, uh, ate a whole pizza pie by myself and I washed it down with a glass of AIDS. It's pretty edgy. I can see what they banned you. And I'm like, it's not, but it wasn't. It wasn't hateful. I can see why they would think it is. Yeah, yeah it's like. It, They've been really cracking down recently. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's but definitely like uh, Sargon, you're welcome to come on anytime you want. I mean, oh, if, I mean, you have an open invitation. You're 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 great. I mean, uh, you 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 are as as Alex likes to call himself. You're you're the tip of the spear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, by the way, um, please support the broadcast by uh, buying my uh, my penis pills. If you want a bigger dick, um, please get Infowars Dick Medicine. That's Infowars Dick Medicine. We're having them at fifty percent off. Uh, the answer to nineteen eighty three is seven is nineteen ninety five. I'm actually gonna be doing some live shows. I'll probably do one in New York at some point. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I'll give, I'll, I'll give you a show if I'm uh, out that way, man. Yeah, man. Go get a bit. All right, man. <laughs> thank you. All right, that was Sargon of Akkad, and I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, by the, uh, however you're listening to uh, uh, watching the show, please smash that like button. Please tell your friends and family. Um, and uh, you know, I I also uh, please uh, help help me out by uh, shopping at Amazon using my Amazon link at timeurl.com/slash/louisb. And uh, again, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. This is uh, this has been the Crotch Out Radio Show. I've been Louis B. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. Hey, 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 show, donk. Help the Crotch Out Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to Beanie Babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B and just shop normally knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Out Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash louisb. This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety.